Welcome to another episode of Sustainable Sense. I'm your host, and today I'm going to make sure you're not getting scammed. When it comes to sustainable economics, what's real and what's not real? I mean, people claim lots of things and talk about their carbon footprint, but is it all fake? Welcome to Sustainable Sense, where we invest in climate defense. You're in for our hot take on all things money, markets, and the environment. Today, we're delving deep into the world of carbon offsetting, separating fact from fiction, and exploring the economic dimensions of this hot topic issue. So basically, carbon offsetting is like a financial transaction for the planet. It's a mechanism through which organizations can balance out their greenhouse gas emissions by investing in projects that reduce or remove emissions elsewhere. So these projects can range from reforestation and renewable energy development to methane capture and energy efficiency improvements. So basically, it's about achieving a net zero carbon footprint by offsetting emissions in one area with reductions or removals elsewhere. And I'm sure someone out there is wondering, is this really effective? Now, here's where things get interesting from an economic standpoint. On the one hand, carbon offsetting can be seen as a win-win for both the environment and the economy. By creating financial incentives for emission reductions, it fosters innovation in clean technologies and stimulates investment in sustainable infrastructure. So this, in turn, can lead to job creation, economic growth, and enhanced competitiveness in a low-carbon world. However, there are also economic challenges and ethical considerations to contend with. So for example, the quality and effectiveness of offset projects can vary widely, raising questions about additionality, permanence, and leakage. So are these projects actually delivering the emissions reductions they promise, or are they simply greenwashing tactics designed to bolster corporate reputations? But on top of this, there's the issue of equity. Carbon offsetting projects have the potential to benefit affluent communities more than marginalized ones, exacerbating existing inequalities. So for instance, reforestation projects may compete with indigenous lands rights, while renewable energy installations could displace local communities or disrupt traditional livelihoods. It's a delicate balance between environmental integrity and social justice, one that requires careful consideration and inclusive decision-making processes, because in this world, no one should be left out. But fear not, because there are shining examples of companies leading the way in responsible carbon offsetting. Plus, if you guys have listened to previous episodes, you've probably heard me mention these green companies as being good impact investments. So take Patagonia, for instance. They've not only reduced their own carbon footprint, but have also invested in projects that restore ecosystems and mitigate climate change. So by prioritizing transparency and accountability, they've set a high bar for corporate sustainability efforts. The fashion sector bears a significant responsibility, accounting for a staggering 10% of global carbon emissions, surpassing the combined emissions of international flights and maritime shipping. Every facet of the clothing industry contributes to the climate crisis in varying degrees. The majority of garments are manufactured in facilities heavily reliant on energy derived from coal and gas. So without intervention, the clothing industry is projected to demand three times as many resources to meet consumer needs by 2050, posing a dire threat. So with fast fashion on the rise, consumer demand and hyper-consumer sentiment is rapidly increasing. So we need companies like Patagonia to break the cycle and invest in green projects to offset the rapid contamination of the consumer goods sector. So to secure a sustainable future, fundamental transformations within the clothing industry are imperative. And let's not forget about Apple, a trailblazer in the realm of carbon neutrality. Through a combination of emission reductions and high-quality offset projects, they've achieved carbon neutrality for their corporate operations. But they're not stopping there. They're also working to increase the lifespan of their products and promote a circular economy, making sure all parts of the products can be reused and repurposed in the future. 
So where does that leave us? Are we being greenwashed or is this truly something that can help us? Well, it's clear that carbon offsetting isn't a one-size-fits-all solution. It's just a tool in the toolkit for addressing climate change, alongside carbon pricing, regulation, and technological innovation. To truly tackle this crisis, we need a comprehensive approach that combines policy measures with corporate leadership and individual action. Now, don't just hear it from me, but let's hear it from our AI pal. Some say they're a green dream. Others call them a greenwashing nightmare. Here's the deal. On one hand, critics argue that carbon offsets can be a bit of a scam, a way for companies to buy their way out of environmental responsibility without really cutting down on their emissions. They point to concerns about the effectiveness of offset projects and whether they truly deliver the promised reductions. Plus, there's the issue of equity. Offset projects might benefit the rich while leaving the poor behind. But hold on. There's another side to the story. Proponents of carbon offsets argue that they can actually be pretty useful in the fight against climate change. When done right, offset projects can fund initiatives like tree planting or renewable energy development that wouldn't happen otherwise. They can also incentivize companies to invest in cleaner technologies and practices, driving innovation and nudging us towards a greener future. So, are carbon offsets a scam or useful? Well, it's a bit of both. It all comes down to the quality of the projects, transparency in their implementation, and making sure they actually make a difference in reducing emissions. It's a complex issue, but one thing's for sure, we need to keep a critical eye on carbon offsets and make sure they're doing more good than harm in the fight against climate change. Well, that's where you come in, listeners. I know it's hard to get out of the hyper-consumerist mindset, but make sure your money is where your values are. By staying informed, supporting companies with genuine sustainability efforts, and advocating for systematic change, we can all play a role in shaping a more equitable and sustainable future. So let's keep the conversation going and work together towards a brighter tomorrow. Well, that's all for today. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on carbon offsetting and what steps you're taking below in the poll. So share this episode with your friends, family, and that neighbor who stress shops all the time. So who knows what you can accomplish if you put on your headphones and give Sustainable Sense a listen. So you can find us on LinkedIn and Instagram at Sustainable Sense Podcast. If you have any questions or episode suggestions, you can email us at sustainablesensepodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's sustainablesensepodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, this is your host signing off. And as always, invest your sense in climate defense.